The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. It's time for our once a month update to let you, our friendly podcast listeners, know how we make our sausage here at the MarTech Podcast. For those of you who are new to our show and new to our community in this episode, like we do at the end of every month, I tell you how we practice what we preach in the making of this show. And now that we're in month 13 of publishing content for the MarTech podcast, and since our one-year birthday hangover has subsided, we wanted to do something a little different for today's episode. Yes, like I always do, I'm going to walk you through our long-term goals and talk to you about our performance and what marketing channels we're using. But today, we're also going to hear from a very special guest, my friend and the chief of staff at Ben J. Shap LLC, Mr. Todd Hines. Todd, welcome to our monthly update. Thanks, Ben. So great to be on the show. All right. I'm glad to have you here. So Todd, at the beginning of these episodes, normally what I do is I go back over our company's yearly goals. So just to set everybody straight and make sure we're on the same page, we have a couple non-quantifiable goals and then our quantifiable goals. The non-quantifiable goals for us this year are to understand who our listeners are, mitigate risk by cultivating new growth channels, to add some utility to our show by creating multiple forms of content, and then evaluating the opportunity for us to build a new podcast network. Todd, when you hear those goals, talk to me a little bit about what you think we're working on and what are we doing to accomplish those goals? So as far as learning our audience, we're increasing a lot of the engagement that we've been doing recently. We just launched a newsletter a couple of weeks ago. We're starting to spend more time in social. We're really thinking about how the content that we're able to create can be most actionable and most meaningful to our audience. So thinking about how to take pieces of our content and then redistribute it in other ways outside of our weekly episodes has been important. And in the back end, we're still continuing to build processes and make structure around how to really execute with a growing team week over week. Absolutely. I think one of the most important things we're doing is, like Todd said, creating new formats of content so you can engage with the MarTech podcast either through a newsletter. If you follow me on LinkedIn, you're going to see a lot of posts about what we're doing. And then like Todd said, we're trying to make our long form content into short form content and put it places where it is appropriate, like Twitter, Quora, and even reaching out to people to share our content for us. 
In terms of our quantifiable goals, this year we want to reach 100,000 downloads per month before the end of the year. And we want to try to generate more than $100,000 in sponsorship revenue. And to do that, our plan is to reach out to 100 new networking contacts, scale it. And we're also thinking about creating a podcast network, which means that we're thinking about scaling a new podcast and potentially reviving an old one. Todd, as we think about our goals, specifically the ones where we're trying to reach 100,000 downloads a month and make $100,000, how do you feel like we're doing uh, so far now that we're four months into the year? So we should, by the end of the quarter, be at our halfway point for the goal for the entire year. We're continuing to work hard in that direction. We're tracking nicely, and I think we'll be able to hit that goal. All right. Well, maybe I'm a little bit more worried about it than you are. Nothing is necessarily guaranteed, but I feel like we're on a good trajectory in terms of download numbers and our revenue. So just to talk a little bit more about how the podcast growth has been coming this month at the time of recording, today's April 26th. The MarTech Podcast has been downloaded a shade under 27,000 times, which with four more business days remaining in the month, looks like we're going to be landing somewhere right around the 30,000 download per month mark, which is a new milestone for us and very exciting. For context, that's a 6,000 download increase from last month, which is a 25% month over month growth rate. And what that means, and the reason why Todd was saying that he's optimistic that we're going to be on pace to reach our download goal, is that if we continue to have a 25% month over month growth rate, we should not only hit the 50,000 download per month mark before the end of the half of the year, but we're on trajectory to hit 100,000 downloads in December. Now, 25% growth month over month is a lot. Whether we'll maintain that growth rate, it remains to be seen, but I think we're trending in the right direction. In terms of our marketing efforts, we took the first week of this quarter off. And the reason why we did that was just to gauge the baseline of our show and to understand what percentage of our downloads and subscribers were coming from our advertising and which one of them were actually our organic base. So after we took our week off for the first week of the quarter, we invested a total of $4,500 in two marketing channels. Uh, we spent $3,000 on the Knit Dynamic Ad Insertion platform, and we spent $1,500 on the Inside Newsletter platform. For those of you who are new to the show, the Knit platform is a place where you can create your own ad and you can flight it in the beginning, middle, or end of other podcasts. A lot of them are professional business shows, political shows. There's some comedy, some sports. So a lot of the content that we flight, we are flighting against some of the CNN properties. So if you listen to the Anderson Cooper podcast, you might hear my voice at the end of the show talking about where to find the MarTech podcast. That's been our staple ever since we launched the MarTech podcast. And last quarter, we tested a new channel, which is the Inside Newsletter, which gives us more of a banner placement inside a series of newsletters that target marketers specifically. So when we think about investing our $4,500 into marketing this month, that equates to us having a blended CPA cost per acquisition of $0.15 cents per download this month. And when we think about how many new downloads we drove, we landed right around $0.75 cents per new download. So that's actually a new record for us in terms of cost efficiency. And one of the reasons why we are more efficient is A, we increased our investment into the Knit platform, which has always been our lowest cost platform. B, we are adding more into and trying to scale a channel that we've seen some success with in Inside. And we didn't do any new channel testing. 
So now that we've found two marketing channels that we believe are scalable and efficient, our cost per acquisition has gone down. One of the things that I wanted to do this month was really get a sense since we've been investing in the Knit platform to understand what the true lift is of the advertising. And so after we took a week off, we put in $1,500 into Knit in a one-week campaign, and that netted an incremental 1,700 downloads. So looking at that test alone, which was just a week over on-off test, it really looks like the downloads that we're driving through Knit are costing us somewhere around $0.88 cents a download, which to me is an incredible mark. If you're a podcast advertiser and you haven't started testing the Knit platform, I cannot recommend it highly enough. If you want some help trying to get your podcast growing, this is the first place that I would look, and I am happy to personally walk you through how the campaign looks. We have a site set up, benjshap.com slash knit. They are great people. I am happy to walk you through how the platform works. All in all, I feel like this was a great month in terms of our podcast performance. I also think that we had some great guests. I think we covered a lot of great topics. So one of the reasons why I wanted to invite Todd onto the podcast was to give you, our listeners, a sense of a little bit more of how the sausage is made here at the MarTech Podcast. So Todd, I want to turn the mic over to you and have you just tell us a little bit about your responsibilities. What are you doing to help with the production of the MarTech Podcast? Sure. So my major responsibilities kick in after the guest interview has been recorded. I will receive the file, an MP3, that I'll work with my team to have transcribed. From there, we'll take that transcription and we'll start to pull out some of the major pieces of content that we think are most useful for you, our audience. We'll use that content to build a web page that features each episode and some of the information about our guests. We also use Art19 as our syndication platform. So we'll take that MP3 and we'll upload that to Art19 and then schedule the release date for that episode. And then also within Art19, we're building things like our description of the show, important links, We'll actually work on some of the dynamic ad insertions where we can flight ads for our sponsors there within Art 19. We also take that content from the transcription and build, as I mentioned, the web page that will include things like show notes. So if you visit the web page and you might not have had a chance to listen to the full episode, you can pull out some of the nuggets of the best information that we'll have there on the web page. So as far as our content production, that's in essence how we manage the process. So a couple of things that you mentioned that I want to call out is first, we have Panos, our editor, who does a wonderful job, makes all our audio content sound great. When Panos gives us a file, Todd's team sends it through a service called Temi, T-E-M-I, to do our transcriptions, which is 10 cents a minute. There's also another service called Rev.com, owned by the same company, which if you want a more accurate transcription, you can basically get a word-for-word human-written transcription. We go with the the cheaper versions because we're not publishing the transcriptions. We're just using them to create our summaries. And then the summaries go into the web page that we're creating, which we're promoting on our newsletter. And also we're using them for our show notes. So Todd, I think you're missing an important piece here. Not only are you guiding the content production, and I appreciate you walking everyone through how we think about content production, what our steps are. You're also doing a lot of coordination with our guests. So talk a little bit about how we're coordinating with the guests so they know what content we're creating, when it's going to be published and how they can share it. 
Definitely. So I'm really pleased with the way that we're able to set expectations with all of our guests and help them to understand the process of us preparing the content, scheduling the content, and then offering them help to share that content within their network. So where I'll take over in the email campaign is after the interview has been recorded and a file of the edited audio is available, I'll reach out to our guest and I'll give them that preview of the episode and then ask if there are any additional edits that need to be made or any suggestions, recommendations that they'd like to have changed. As Ben said, our editor is great. That's generally not a lot of requests for re-edits are made. From there, we'll send a reminder email. So Todd, I'm going to interrupt you. You're missing an important point that I want to call out. You said that you are sending the emails to our guests coordinating. When they get the emails, are they coming from you? Great distinction. They are actually coming from Ben. So talk through the process there of you are sending emails on my behalf, but you're not actually sending them from my inbox. What are we doing? That's right. So we use a tool called MixMax, which allows us to store various templates that capture the main message that we want to send in each one of these messages to our guests. So I'll take the email templates from MixMax and I'll populate the information that we need to send to each individual guest. And those are driven by or inspired by the message that Ben has always used in the initial guest outreach. But when I'm actually sending the messages through MixMax, the signature is Ben's signature. And really the message is in essence his message to guests, but I'm actually the one that's manually sending and scheduling those emails. So I think the takeaway here is there's a process that Todd and I have applied consistently as we've scaled the MarTech podcast that I will go and create a process, right? I was emailing the guests. It became cumbersome to send them an email saying, hey, here are the files for your edited episode. Do you have feedback? Hey, here is the web page that we're going to publish for your content. Here's the day that your episode has been published and how you can share it and then following up with them. So what we've done is we've created the message that I was sending, created a template out of that. We've created a few variables that Todd then fills out on my behalf, and we send it through an email address, podcast at Ben J. Shap, which when somebody replies to it, comes into my inbox. And the reason why I wanted to bring this in is I think that as you're thinking about not only scaling your podcast, but scaling your business, this is something that Todd and I have found to be incredibly useful is, hey, you go invent something, tell me what you're doing, tell me what's taking up too much time, I'll figure out how to scale it. So Todd, now that we've talked a little bit about how we're doing our guest outreach, what are some of the other things that we've been talking about that are processes that we're in the process of automating? As I mentioned earlier, as a way to improve the accessibility of the great content that we're able to produce, we've tried to capture some of the main ideas from each episode and put those in the show notes within each webpage. And then to give people an easy way to browse through the main takeaways from each episode in one place on a weekly basis, we've created this newsletter and are working through a process to automate how that content is populated within the newsletter, obviously the scheduling and the work that Ben and I will do together to make sure that it's all flows together seamlessly and is available for our audience on a weekly basis. So the newsletter is a great example of some of the other things that we're looking to automate right now. All right. Well, let me just say, Todd, speaking to you directly, I appreciate the crap out of all the work that you've put into building this podcast. And knowing that I have somebody that is reliable, that I can go invent something, create it and say, okay, now you figure out how to do this at scale. 
is incredibly valuable and has allowed me to focus on finding great guests, focused on building the interview and cultivating our sponsor relationships to be able to pay for the show. So first off, thank you for always being there, for being a great member of our team and a strong leader. And thank you for all your help. And I'm happy to introduce you, one of the faces behind the scenes to the MarTech podcast audience. Thanks so much for the kind words, Ben. I'm grateful to have a chance to work on this and be a part of the team and serve this great community. All right. So now that you've all met Todd, just wanted to put a voice to the man behind the curtain. Uh, There's a few other people here that are helping with the production of this show. So all in all, like I said, we feel like we're scaling. We feel like the show is growing. This was a great month in terms of our cost efficiency, in terms of the number of downloads that have happened. We're excited with the direction the show is going. I still feel like it's a huge challenge to reach the 100,000 downloads a month and the $100,000 a year mark. But with Todd's help and with your ears, we will do our best to get there. So thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. Thank you again, Todd, for coming on this episode and for your consistent help building the show to the rest of the production team. Love you guys, too. Thank you for all your help. And as always, thank you for listening. And until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.